Welcome, sports fans, to the 35th episode of You Bet. It is Friday, January 27, 2023. Thank you for joining us today as we discuss sports betting tips, picks, and other good stuff. Everything discussed is for entertainment purposes only. It's always losing bet to bet where illegal, and remember to never bet what you cannot lose. Sports betting online is now legal in Ohio. Friendly reminder. We'll check the scoreboard for ongoing wager for ongoing wagers and see how we're doing. Then we'll get into the, into the NFL playoffs, daily wagers, locks of the week, hail marys, and much much more in the world of sports. So uh, stay with us here. We're also, if you get a chance, check us out on Twitter with our bonus picks and commentary at you bet underscore podcast. Again, that's you bet underscore podcast on Twitter. So loyal fans, thanks for joining us. Let's go around the horn and see who's on the field today. We go over to a man who just found out that the biggest house edge in casino is on everything but gambling. Let's see how Mike is doing today. I think he meant Vegas. The biggest, the biggest house edge is in Vegas. Uh, it's, uh, it's crazy going there, but we'll talk about that later. Doing okay though. Two winning weeks in a row. Brings me up to 21, 26 and one. I don't know. Might be. Am I approaching any closer to you, Dave, or no? Baby steps. It's baby steps. Ah. <laughs> yes. Yes. But hey, it's baby steps in the right direction, and that's what's important. Correct. Let's, Correct. Let's, let's let's get over to the man that even when he's losing, he's still winning. Dave, how are you this morning? Happy Friday, everybody. I went three, four, and one last week, so I didn't actually drop a game. Uh, but currently, my overall is twenty-seven, twenty-two, and two. 22 and two. I feel like that two tie is going to kill us, Mike. That's yeah. What it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll <laughs> we have to pick one exact again. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I'm catching up. Happy to say that I'm Jeff. I pulled in a winning week last week for the first time in a, about two or three weeks. I got three and two. Woo! Huge. Nice. Week. Now I'm up to 16 and 18. Can you hear those footsteps, Dave? Can you hear him? Right behind. I know. You. Catching up. Still got a while to go. <laughs> Still got wait, a wait to ruin it this week, Dave. We all could have been winners. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, uh, we'll go back to our, our ways this week with me winning and you guys sucking. <laughs> no, we will not. But we will no, have a lot of good. Win. We will have a lot of good picks for yes. our audience. That's the important thing, and we'll have some discussion. And you get to choose, Dave, Mike, or Jeff, as your. Uh, I don't know, as the your 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 prognosticator for what's gonna happen and and, and follow us along. But let's call, talk about what those bets are gonna be today. Mike, we have a lot going on out there. So what did you like for your daily picks? Uh, for my daily picks, uh I am gonna go over to NCAA basketball. Uh I like tonight. There's a uh, first and second place game going on over in the uh, whew, the Metro Atlantic Conference. Oh, the MAA, the MA. <laughs> it is the Iona and Siena game. Hmm. Um, I was looking this up and I thought it was a very strange line because Iona is on the road in second place to Siena and they're favored by five and a half. And... I didn't realize this, but Rick Pitino is the coach of Iona. I was like, oh my God. I didn't Who think he was the coach. Who the hell is coaching. Rick Pitino? Uh, he was the coach of Louisville. He's won national championships. Like, then he had a big scandal, got fired. Did he coach Kentucky too, Dave? 
I think back in the day. Yes, he coached very prominent programs, two national titles, had a scandal like they all do. Uh, something about a waitress and a table in a restaurant. We won't go too much into it, but he was fired, came back. Uh, I think he coached overseas for a little bit and then he came back and now he's at Iona. But I I, I got I got to go with the the wise old veteran coach over Siena. I got Iona at minus five and a half over Siena tonight. So that's my first uh, daily wager. So I don't even know who this, what are the Ionas? I don't know what. The Gales. Nice. I'm rooting for the Gales. It's no Farley Dickinson, but it's it's something. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, for my second pick, I will uh, I'll go to the NBA. Um, I've got Memphis minus three and a half over the Timberwolves. Uh, Memphis is the second place team in the West. They're a little bit of a losing streak, so I think they break the curse over in Minneapolis. Minneapolis is a good team. A but I think they're averaged. I think they'll. I don't think they can hang with Memphis, and Memphis has to break the uh, the streak. And I think, well, actually, I should say break the slump. And I think the best slump busters would be Minnesota tonight. So I've got Memphis minus three and a half over Minnesota. Nice slump busting. Yes, I'm still dumbfounded by the Patino thing. I mean, that, that that's like flying under the radar. Right. Right. I, he's. I, it, it, very small honestly, division. Very I honestly small thought team. you were shooting from the hip there, and it was just maybe it was like Patino Jr. But no, it is. It's it's him. It's right. It's right. it's Rick. <laughs> is there a Patino Jr.? <laughs> well, there, there might be with the waitress. I'm there's not probably, the there's probably a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll throw Rick Patino into the Brett Favre file. <laughs> I like that. I, that. I was looking at that. I want to pick while you were chatting. I'm like, that's a good pick. I like it. Thank you. I like it. I like that's it. I like what we it. call deep, deep, deep research. That's what we give you guys. Right. I think you even interviewed that waitress. So good job. <laughs> at good the job. table. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. What do you got for your daily picks? Uh, heading over to the NBA here today. I got. Um... Golden State, those bastards are actually starting to play really good basketball now. Yeah. They've kind of figured it out. People are starting to get healthy. And yeah. they are, even with them starting off kind of average at best, they're 18 and 6 at home. And they're playing at home uh, tonight against Houston. Uh, Houston is 7 and 15 on the road. Um, I just think this is the perfect storm. Golden State is minus 5.5 versus Houston at home. That is my daily. Not bad. Any other dailies, Dave? Maybe seven more, eight more? No, I'm gonna, no? I'm gonna save uh, save those for the best of rest. Oh, <laughs> all right, nice. Well, let's keep it over there uh, with the NBA. You know, tonight seven o'clock. I was looking at a game seven o'clock Eastern. Uh, I got the Bucks uh, uh, playing the Pacers here. Bucks have been playing uh, pretty strong, but they 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 need a couple wins here to keep climbing in the East. They're third in the East, playing the ninth uh, Pacers. I was looking at this back and forth, seeing uh, this how this uh, how this game is going to turn out. And wrote is that this under this this line for two thirty eight and a half looks pretty high. So I do like the under here. I went with the under because look at the points per game. Uh, the Bucks are eighteenth, Pacers are are twelfth. 
and uh, and the Bucks here have the fourth best defense. They also have the second best rebounds, which you know I like to look at as a stat. But I think that what's going to happen in this game here with that big eight and a half uh, points that they're that the Bucks are giving the Pacers, Bucks are going to get out top and and rest a bit and and pull back. They're not going to blow it out. Last time they played, they just, the Bucks destroyed the Pacers by quite a margin. It was a it was an offensive display. I don't think it's going to be as strong as that. I think that's maybe influencing why this total is so high. So I think it's going to creep in under. Bucks are going to get out ahead. It's not going to be a close game. It's not going to be any overtime. So 238 and a half sounds lovely to pick the under tonight at 7 o'clock in the Bucks and Pacers matchup. Then I go over to the smaller ball, or however we're going to refer to that, the NCAA men's basketball. Uh, looked at a few there tonight, 9 p.m., Good old Mac Classic. We got Buffalo at Kent State. Uh, look at this, and we all know. And and for for those that remember, Buffalo sucks. <laughs> uh, we have number one in the Mac, uh, Kent State, coming in, pretty much dominating everybody. Uh, they have just in the month of January alone. So this line right now is ten and a half. And normally, when I'm looking at these bets and I'm chatting about them, I get a little worried about lines that are that high. That's just me, normal. That's my my betting style. You guys can choose how you do it yourselves. But then I start looking at what Kent State has done to the universe uh, recently. And they have beat Northern Illinois, Ball State, Eastern Michigan, and Toledo by more than 10 points. And that's just January. So they wow. are doing quite well and they are turning it up. They're not afraid to put points on the board. They're not turn, they're not going to. Uh, let the Buffalo stay close and play. And it's at home, which they're playing hotter when they're even at home. So Kent State is looking good. Uh, Buffalo, and then, then you go on the other side of this, that uh, and just in the month of January, Central Michigan, Toledo, and Miami were all losses for Buffalo more than 10 points. So oh. I kind of like it, right? I talked myself right into this one as I was looking at it. Um, so I, I think that this the better defense here uh, on, on the max side of the ball, which is an, an incredibly good defense they're displaying, and with their turnovers, are going to keep them uh, well ahead of a Buffalo, who is actually not they hasn't been too bad at at their uh, their points per game and their field goal percentages, but they're just not going to be able to contend with what uh, Kent State's going to bring at them. So I'm liking it ten and a half. Maybe if you're a little nicer to Buffalo, Buffalo would be a little nicer to you. <laughs> I really wanted to bet Buffalo because of how nice they were to me recently. But uh, but when it comes to sports and it comes to the Mac and it comes to Mac basketball, right? I always have a special place in my heart for how bad Buffalo is. Team so, Wallet will always prevail over your feelings. <laughs> and it, as it should. Yes. As it should. So guys, wow, those are some some daily picks that I'm really looking forward to seeing how they turn out. So let's get right into let's get right into what we're gonna do here, and that is take all of our units and stick it in one place. The box of the week. We're gonna make it rain. Yeah. All right, locks of the week, gentlemen. Dave, what do you like out there for your locks of the week that you like to share? Going to the NFL. Mm. San Francisco, Philly. Mm. Number one and number two defenses in the NFL. This is going to be an unpopular pick, I think, but I'm taking the under 46 Mm. and a half in that game. Um, Points per game, I know those are up a little bit, but they've been playing against some average teams. Um, 
Philly likes to score. San Francisco likes to score. However, their defenses really hate letting the other teams score. Um, San Francisco, <laughs> as, they should. as they should, San Francisco averages uh, giving up 17 and a half points. Philadelphia, what do you think? What's the over-under on the points allowed by Philly? 14. Seven. Seven. What? Seven. Seven. Points allowed per game. What? Seven. Yes. They, they literally don't give up any points on the way to the parking lot. They don't. So, <laughs> this is the reason why I'm going to take our, I'm going to take um, the under 46 and a half. Wow, that's that's great. And there goes my notes. Thanks, Dave. Lock of the week. By the same lock of the week. <laughs> For the first time, we share locks. So I'm with yes. you on that one, Dave. I agree. I'm just jumping yeah. out of order here, Mike. But uh, I'm just going to back up Dave here with uh, the the lowest points uh, in the league from the, the from the Eagles and and uh, the 49ers being right there. They are also number two in uh, the lowest amount of rushing yards. They give up those 49ers. So uh, that's that's interesting. But also, Eagles have the number one pass defense. So the, the Eagles, the 49ers are going to have to run the ball, which means that clock is going to be tick, tick, ticky-tock and going to help keep it uh, keep it under. I don't know how close this game is going to be, which is my only concern, Dave, which I'm sure you thought of as well. But um, uh, I, I, as long as uh, we have a definite winner here, I think that 46 and a half is a lovely under for the lock of the week at 3 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Wow. And actually, I'd say that, that seven is a little bit uh, over dramatized because it's actually in the playoffs. So, um, But they did. They are the number one and number two defenses in the NFL uh, for the entire season. So that's why I think it's going to go under. Yeah, I didn't want to argue with you on that, Dave. I was just going to say, fine, that's cool. <laughs> that <laughs> helps, my, helps my cause. But yeah, they both are very, very low at giving up points per game. Let's just go with that. Yep. All right, Mike, over to you. Did you pick it as well? Do we have the trifecta here to give it the kiss of death? I, I didn't look <laughs> at it. Over. <laughs> I did not. I did stick with that game, though. Ooh. And uh, I think my lock of the week is actually the Eagles. Minus two and a half. And the reason I picked the Eagles at minus two and a half is because I think uh, Mr. Irrelevant, Mr. Brock Purdy, finally has his first bad game. Uh, this is the obviously the biggest stage he's ever been on. He's, he's handled it well, but in the playoffs, he hasn't been nearly as solid as he was in the regular season. And against Dallas, he wasn't he wasn't very special when he faced a pretty good defense. And now he's going on the road. Uh, not a very friendly site for opposing quarterbacks in Philly. Uh, they might get some snowballs and batteries and other stuff thrown at him. Gotta love Philly. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry, batteries. That's that, yes. that's, that's rough. Yeah, they throw they throw everything at uh, out of that. Are batteries. I think it's going to be mostly batteries because it's supposed to be 37 degrees. So I'm not sure if there's going to be a lot of snow around it. So I'm bring in snow just to throw. Philly's <laughs> <laughs> <Billy's> special. <laughs> nice. um, yeah, I think uh, the Eagles, um, they've been the best team all year, especially with Jalen Hurts. The only time they really looked like an average team is when they had their backup quarterback in. And San Francisco's actually looked better with their backup quarterbacks. But I think... Uh, I think his magical run finally runs out. So I, I think uh, Philly is the lock this week at minus two and a half at home. 
and they're going to win 21 to 10. Sure. Or I'm, I'm writing that down or right now. 42 to 10. That's fine with me. <laughs> 156,000 to 10. That's all good. Right, right. All right. So cool. Negative two. Take it. Yes. Book it. Like it. Those are our locks of the week. Nice. All right. So switching gears, switching those gears over to making sure that we go long, we go deep, and we try to score. Dropping back in the pocket, looking. There's the Hail Mary headed for the end zone, and it is our Hail Mary picks of the week. Here we go. What's it? What are the long shots? What are the long bets? What are the long odds? Whatever you want to look at here for your Hail Mary, Dave. What do you like? Oh, you guys are going to love this because it's such a cheap Hail Mary, but I'm taking the Bengals plus one. <laughs> I looked at that game and I went, I ain't touching it. I ain't touching that game. Oh, Bengals plus one. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Way to, way to really stick your neck out there, Dave. Hey, uh, mister, I'm going to take the um, the uh, hockey team that's uh, money line is minus 4,000 against a shitty <laughs> hey, California hockey just, team. Wow, that's really sticking your dick out there, isn't it, Mike? <laughs> to be fair, I didn't know it was that bad until after I, I, I looked at it. I'm like, wow. <laughs> the, did they uh, win? Oh, yeah, they did. They were up 5 nothing in the first. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> I was like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. All right, Dave just likes the Hail Mary, Bengals plus one, and book it. You got yeah. it. All right. <laughs> Mike, what do you like for your <laughs> Was that artificial intelligence? Was that that chat? It was. <laughs> yeah. That's good omen for you, Mike. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to go over to hockey for my uh, – Hail Mary this week. Uh, I am going to take the Detroit Red Wings at plus, now it might be plus 150. It was plus 140, but now the, the line moved uh, over the New York Islanders. Islanders have lost six straight games and somehow they're favored by a pretty good margin. They're at minus 175, uh, I currently have. But I think the reason they're doing that is because Detroit is starting a new goalie. Mr. M. Helberg. I have no idea what the M stands for, but I think they're going to rally around Mr. Helberg. And I think that the Islanders, the losers of six straight, will at least lose seven straight because uh, they're about average teams. They both have the same record. They're both not good. And you know what, Mike? I, I like this pick just based upon his name and alone. Do you know what the M stands for? <laughs> no. Magnus. Yes. <laughs> his name is Magnus Helberg. Magnus Helberg. I do not want to oh fight my that God. guy in a bar. I've never <laughs> wanted a hockey jersey more in my life than the Magus, Magnus Helberg. How can you bet against that man? That I guy, don't know. That guy was picking fights when he was three. Hey, it's it's actually not that bad. He's got a 3-3-1 three, three and one record. Is uh, He gives up 2.7 goals per game. And his save percentage is 900. 
So he doesn't wear pads. Zero, zero, zero record with Detroit. He must have just got traded to him, or yeah, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw that it was his first start for the Red Wings. I think they rally around him. Detroit's actually won two in a row, so they're on a little bit of a streak. And I don't know how you favor a team that's lost six in a row by that much. So that is my Hail Mary. Excellent. And we're all now Hoberg fans. Excellent. Yes. Yes. Go Magnus. On his career. Go Magnus. <laughs> my Hail Mary, ladies and gentlemen, a uh, bit of a homer here. It took the Cavs, right? 8 p.m. Uh, tonight. Uh, they are playing the Thunder down under. They uh, they're getting five one and a half here. They are fifth in the East, playing the eleventh in the West, right? So that kind of threw me off. I was seeing why they're getting the points, and I see the Cavs haven't have been having a little bit of a struggle the last ten or twelve games, but I still think they're the better team here. Uh, they are thirty and twenty overall for their record, playing a twenty three and twenty five team. Uh, we all know the East has been more competitive than the West, and the Thunder is eleventh in the West. Come on. Last time they played, Cavs won 110 to 102 just back in December, so not that long ago. Uh, Cavs defense, I think, prevails here. They are number two still, holding on to that spot for the, their defensive uh, skills there on the court, but you have to give the edge to the Thunder for their points per game. But I think this comes down to the defense. You're looking at the stats. You're looking at who's going to come out on top because uh, the Thunder's defense is quite bad. So that one and a half that the Cavs are getting, I think they win outright. I love it with a with a with a with a, with a free throw and a and a half at the end to win it. Uh, so uh, take that one, ladies and gentlemen, at the Cavs mine plus one and a half tonight at eight p.m. Eastern for the Hail Marys. Dropping back in the pocket, looking. There's the Hail Mary headed for the end zone, and it is. The Hail Mary picks of the week. We're looking to score on those. Hope you are too. Okay, we have other options out there too, Mike. Let's throw it over to you for your best of the rest. I looked over most of the games and I found just the one best of the rest. Uh, It's in the NBA, world of the NBA. Um, I have the Miami Heat, minus six and a half against Orlando. Um... Orlando is not a very good basketball team, and Miami has been hot. The Heat has been hot. Who'd have thought? <laughs> um, they just—they're at home. They got better players. Um, I don't—I—I I just can't see Orlando hanging in against the Heat tonight. So I've got the Heat minus six and a f- six and a five, six and a five, <laughs> minus six and a half at home. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Deuce and two trays. (laughs) Any more best of the rest, Mike, you'd like to share with our audience? Nope. Any other ways you'd like to position the line? Conservative. Yes. Very. What was I saying? I can screw up anything. Don't worry. It's a uh, it's a dash six period five. (laughs) (laughs) Is that more code? Good stuff, Mike. Good stuff. Dave, uh, please let us know the tw- at least a baker's dozen you have for your best of the rest. It's the only one right. we have a chance. I got four. Um, so not quite there, but um, FA Cup today, Man City versus uh, Arsenal. Um, Arsenal, I think, is worried more about winning the Premier League than anything. Uh, Man City is playing at home. This is a bargain bet at minus 133. Uh, I would just check the lineups before this just to make sure that 
Uh, Arsenal's actually not playing anybody, and Man City's playing everybody. Um, Erling Holland again, another hat trick the last game. Um, the guy's absolutely ridiculous. He's actually scored more goals than the Golden Boot winner last year, and they're halfway through the season. So um, wow. the guy's just absolutely sick. Uh, tomorrow, sticking with the Premier League and another FA Cup, um, got Tottenham. A little bit of a thick line uh, just because they're playing one of the lesser teams from one of the under leagues, uh, Preston North End. It's minus 295. You can chalk this thing up. Kane will beat these guys all by himself. And then I'm going to do a little bit of a homer bet here with Cleveland State against Purdue for Wayne. Minus four and a half tonight. Uh, State just played them on the 16th of January at Purdue for Wayne and beat them by 12. Mm. So I like Cleveland State at home, minus four and a half. And then I'm going to do uh, what I call a mic pick. And mm. I'm going to take the Carolina Hurricanes minus 305 at home against San Jose Sharks. Suck it. <laughs> Not 300, 305. 305. <laughs> You're like, oh. Book it. Book it, Dano. <laughs> 300 is way too easy. 305 is where it should be. Yeah, that's exactly right. I like the Cleveland State pick, Dave. I looked at that game, too. I'm, I'm I looked at it, like too, it. but I didn't do anything with it. I didn't pull the trigger. You did, and we'll see how that goes for you and your best of the rest. The odds will ever be in my favor. They they, they, they should be. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Because even when you're losing, you're winning. That's right. So that's, that's a good position to be in. I have one best of the rest, uh, and I go back to the NFL. <laughs> It's that Bengals and Chiefs game on Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I looked at this every which way. Um, I do like the over here. So the over is 47 and a half. Uh, You know, it's it's, it's a lot of points, but boy, these teams can put up points. I mean, you look at total yards from the Chiefs, and they're number one. Total points in the league, they're number one. Chiefs are number one. Um, so uh, if you look at their their point total average, like you put it together for their for their offenses, it's it's like fifty five point something. So that's it, it's a it's a good indicator that there's a there's a chance their offenses can perform here. I think Bengals are coming in hot off their win uh, in in Buffalo, and I as much as I just don't like the Chiefs, I do believe believe in their ability to score points. So uh, I do think that uh, the over here forty seven and a half is achievable. I was thinking about uh, ways to tease this up, whatever. And I know, Dave, you like the uh, the Bengals plus one, but I just I don't know how the game's going to go. I don't know. It don't, depends which Bengals show up. It depends on if the Chiefs can uh, get some defense rallied or not, which I doubt they'll be able to, but we'll see. But regardless, uh, they're all both going to be able to put up some points. So 47 and a half, that's my over. I like it for my best of the rest. Bengals at Chiefs take the over at 6.30 p.m. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And that wraps up our best of the rest. Lots of good picks out there, gentlemen. Really like it. Yes. And I'm glad that we have a, um, a, a, a compare, or Dave and I were on the, the lock of the week. That doesn't happen too often when we do our picks. So no. interesting to see that. Interesting to see that. So before we jump into other news, just a quick Ooh. check on what you guys think here off the top of your heads. Just who do you think we're going to see in the Super Bowl? Oh. Um, well, I already said that the Bengals are going to win. So I like, uh, seeing Cincinnati in there and I think Philly's going to end up winning. And cause I agree with Mike, I think Purdy is going to, uh, he's going to wake up that morning. He's going to go, Oh shit. I'm got the chance to go to the Super Bowl, And I think that's when, uh, his luck starts to run out. So I was dead on with Mike's thoughts there, which means he was probably going to play out of his mind and, uh, they're going to win by like 40. 
Um, <laughs> so knowing our luck, but I, I think you're right. I, that was my gut on this one. And so I, I think we're going to see Philly versus uh, Cincinnati and then Cincinnati will continue their rank of getting absolutely wiped out in Super Bowls. And wow. um, <laughs> that's my prediction. <laughs> nice. Mike, do you, do you follow suit or do you have another idea on this? Ah, uh, man, that I like the Eagles. I think the Eagles will win over San Fran. But man, that other matchup, I looked at it and I went, I I, I wasn't even afraid to throw a dart to pick a winner on that one because I would just be upset with it. It is, it is going to be such a good game, which means it'll probably be a blowout. But I, and I know you don't like Cincinnati or you don't like Kansas City, so I'm going to stick with you. I, I think I agree with Dave. I think it's going to be Cincinnati and Philly. Since he's been playing some inspired ball lately, um, Mahomes is a little hobbled. Uh, he's got an ankle, which if you watch that game against Jacksonville, he looked like a, like a below average quarterback once he got hurt. Like he lost his, his ability to scramble, which meant he had to throw and his throws did not look good. And uh, Jacksonville got a late cover because of that. Like Jacksonville shouldn't compete with Kansas City at home. And they wouldn't unless Mahomes got hurt. So those high ankles, they take at least a couple weeks to heal. So I don't know if it's going to be much better. But since he's lost their three best linemen, which didn't seem to affect them last week, but at some point that's going to become a problem. So if I had to pick a game, you know, life on the line, I, I would, I would, I would lean Cincinnati just because Burrow is healthier. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you, Mike. And it was it was amazing last week because I I took the Bills for sure. I mean, I I lost you know, two units on the Bills last week because pregame they're talking about how offensive line for Cincinnati is just decimated. Like Burrow has been able to just work through that, and he's gotten past the defensive line because they spread him out a little bit. And then the defensive backs have to make the choice. Do I come up and try to tackle him or do I cover the guy behind me? Mm-hmm. And he, if they came up to try to tackle him, he'd just dink it over him and they would go for 15. I mean, it was all day long. I mean, they scored at will at the beginning there. Um, yeah. And I think the Buffalo Bills fans were like, what the hell is going on here? This isn't, this wasn't supposed to happen. So, and I agree with you. I mean, it's if, if uh, Mahomes got hurt this week and he had two weeks to heal, I think he would have been fine. He would have been much better. But, I mean, it, it, and there, you see a lot of it coming out right now where Mahomes is saying, you know, I'm fine. I'm feeling much better than I thought I would at this point in time. That's all that's great. <laughs> you probably still feel like shit. And once you get out there and the defense is coming after you, you're not going to be able to make the moves you did two weeks ago. Correct. What happened last year, right? Wasn't it Bengals and Chiefs and, like, the last second, then the Bengals – beat the Chiefs in the playoffs? Well, they did on last. They, they won it overtime. Overtime. Okay. Yes. That was Chiefs went up like 21 to 3 and then in the second half in overtime, Bengals just dominated. Yeah. Thank you research department. I appreciate that. So I thought I, I thought happened. So because of that, I think I'm going to take the Chiefs here against the Bengals. I know it's a toss up. I know there's a lot of ways to look at this. If Mahomes is playing decent, he's still better than most other quarterbacks. Um, I, I, I don't like the Chiefs, as we all know, as I say, every goddamn podcast we have, how much I dislike <laughs> the Chiefs. But just looking at it realistically, 
I, I do think Chiefs have a overall better team and they have a better offense and they are able to put more numbers on the boards than the Bengals can. And if they are having offensive line issues with Cincinnati, which wasn't evident last week, but if it does start to become a problem and they are able to force some either turnovers, errors, or just the uh, the inability for Burrow to, to scramble and get that ball out like he did so well against Buffalo, then I do think Chiefs, the Chiefs have the upper hand. So I'm going to take the Chiefs and the Eagles. So I think the Eagles are going to be the 49ers as well. We're not going to belabor that. We talked about that quite a bit. I do like the 49ers as a team. I like the story they have. I like the energy they had this season. And I, I, they surprised a lot of people. And I think they, they have, a, you know, they're going to continue to be a very competitive franchise here, whatever team for, for a while. But uh, I think the Eagles are going to take them uh, today in the, in the playoffs. Uh, this, I'm, I'm sorry, this week in the playoffs. So I think it's going to be Eagles and and Chiefs just to mix it up to make sure a dissenting opinion. But anyways, cool. Uh, let's see how that turns out for all of us. And then we'll have some fun picking on what happens next after that, of course. So excellent. Mike, news. Yes. what do you got? Uh, well, I got to I got to have some I have some bad news about Vegas. Oh, no. Uh Vegas has found a way to suck the fun out of Vegas, which I didn't think was possible, but they managed to do it. Um, it is it is not like it used to be. Um, they are just nickel and diming you everywhere you go. Um, we stayed um, we stayed at Mandalay Bay first night. I actually had a free night there. Um, my free night still cost me seventy two dollars because you have to pay for resort fee. You got to pay for parking. You got to pay the the taxes and, and there's just a fee on everything. Look and yeah, right. Uh, even if you look at the mini bar, they charge you. Like sometimes like a lot of people like to take their, their, if they bring items in, they put them in the refrigerator, but it's all by weight. So you can't even store stuff in the refrigerator. What? Without you getting charged. So if you put if you put something in that isn't supposed to be in there, it'll charge you. And if you take something out that's supposed to be in there, they'll charge you. Wow. It's insane. So we didn't touch the minibar, which is great. And that still cost us $72 for our free room. I have to admit, we were talking about like putting something in there and the weight, my image in my head went right to Indiana Jones, man. Like you're weighing like a bag of sand and you're gonna pull something out. Like <laughs> how much is that bag of peanut M&Ms weigh? Hmm. Oh, oh, the peanut oh, M&Ms were $12. Oh, oh. <laughs> a giant how much for one there. rib? <laughs> exactly. And then like we went to, uh, we went to Lupo which was a Wolfgang Puck Italian place. And it was, it was okay. I mean, it was, I had chicken parm, Scott had a pizza and our bill was over $200. Oh my God. Yeah. Went to His pizza Bell. was $48. Wow. And I only had one drink. Scott had two. We had one appetizer, which was four meatballs. It was two hundred dollars, and then we went to. We figured the next day we would go to, uh, to uh, um, downtown because they figured, oh, the the classic hotels, it'll all be cheaper. Went to the steak place there again. I had one drink, my steak, two sides. Scott had two drinks, and his steak, it was over three hundred dollars. We just stayed home and played with yourself. Exactly. <laughs> For the last. Uh, for the last two days, we just ate off the strip. 
that's where normal prices were. Our last two dinners, we went out and got uh, Chinese, and it was like our bill came to forty-two dollars worth. Like nice. <laughs> and then even the gambling, they have taken all the fun out of gambling too, because impossible. Yes, all female. I Asian thought dealers. so. But like when you go to uh, any blackjack table, they all play six to five now. They all that, Mike. What's six to five? Huh? What's six to five? Six to five means on blackjack, it used to pay three to two. For every two dollars you bet, you got paid three on blackjack. Well, they've switched that now to pay six to five. Hmm. So they're paying you less on blackjack. They're hitting on soft seventeens. They have Hmm. all automatic shufflers. So you get no break. You have no advantage if you try to look at cards. Um, now, this was the worst. At the at the Gold Nugget, we finally found a $5 table. We're like, you know what, let's go have some fun at this. So we sit down and there's this little button up top that said, you know, for a blackjack, spin the wheel. I'm like, oh, I'm like, those odds are stupid. Like, who's gonna bet on getting a blackjack? So I put my $5 down. They're like, oh, sir, you need to put the bet up here. It was a forced bet. Every hand for $2 that you're going to get a blackjack. What? It was forced. So it wasn't a $5 table. It was a $7 table that if you won the hand, you had to bet seven. If you won, you would win 10 back. So you're only winning three. Oh, that's ridiculous. And what about the. You spin away. Uh, Go ahead. I never hit. We I lost like. $96 within like 10 minutes. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm not playing this, but all the blackjack tables were like that downtown. And I kept walking around to see who finally hit blackjack. And I knew somebody hit blackjack because I heard the arguments. He hit a blackjack, he hit the button. Now granted, it's $2 forced every hand. Wheel spins and it was just like you, Jeff. Yeah. $5. Yeah, yeah. He won an extra, he bet $2 to win five yeah, yeah and then it was just what the what the fuck is this i mean it was like it it was stupid the, I, I i couldn't believe that nobody was playing these five dollar tables i'm like why isn't anybody here now i knew why yeah you yeah and when, I, when, I, when table, I had that situation happen to me at least it wasn't forced like they didn't right play. that's why it was it was cooler because you just took a guess this was forced justin jefferson Nice to see him knock oh. back in there. Obviously, oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Autoplay. <laughs> autoplay. Auto what the hell is going on there? Yeah, well, at least that rough. was okay to autoplay. That's rough. Did, did they have it only on $5, or did they even have it at the, some of the bigger tables, too? Where they forced All the back? bigger tables. Every table downtown for Blackjack, you had a forced $2 bet. What? Every single table, every denomination? No yeah, and way. they were higher. Like if you on the high limit table, the the, the force bet was five dollars. What's the upper That's end of ridiculous. the the button? Like I know when I did it, it was ten thousand dollars. But that, that, that uh, they have a, a progressive jackpot. The one was forty eight thousand. Right. And I asked the lady, I'm like, well, what are the odds of hitting this jackpot? And she goes, I don't know. I'm like, don't you have to tell me? Like the odds have to be posted, you know? Yeah. She goes, I don't know it. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure, it's not good. <laughs> The odds are you're not gonna win it, so shut the fuck up and move along. Right, right. <laughs> and it was it was just bad. But it did. Uh, I, I everyone was just basically playing craps now because that's that seems like the best deals. Um, I got on a 
one one pretty good streak and one all my blackjack money I'd lost back. I did do well on blackjack the first day, but man, it, it's oh oh and the drinks. So afterwards, the first day. We won on blackjack. We're excited. We cashed out, and, um, and Scott's like, "Let's get a drink." And I'm like, "Well, we could have had a free one here." He goes, "Oh, we'll just go buy one. I don't want to gamble anymore." I got Makers and Coke. Scott got a Sapphire and soda. Thirty-five dollars each total. Seventeen fifty a drink. Oh my god! In the casino. Yeah. Yeah. And then no one signed up. No one signed up whatsoever to go. Yeah, we went, and then we were waiting to go somewhere. We had some time. We stopped at the the Rio bar to get a drink. <laughs> Scott ordered uh, Sapphire again. The guy ran out of Sapphire halfway through his shot. Just picked up a bottle of Hendrix, mixed it, put his soda, and we saw it. And we're like, I wonder if he's going to say anything. He hands it to us. Didn't say anything. We're like. Scott's like, you're just going to charge me for the Sapphire, right? Because the Hendrix is cheaper. He goes, oh, yeah, we ran out. How does a casino <laughs> run out of gin? Nah, he was it's, just lazy. That's all. Yes. And the Rio, where the World Series of Poker is, poker room's closed. <laughs> the poker room, I, I thought, oh, maybe that was just their overflow room. So I asked me, oh, no, we don't do poker here. I'm like, you are the World Series. <laughs> How do you not do poker? Wow. This so, episode yeah, brought to you was... by MGM Properties. Please yes. bring your family, come <laughs> gamble at all of our lovely casinos. <laughs> it's it's honestly just not worth it to go to Vegas. It's, it's just too expensive. Yeah. They 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 charge for everything. The resort fees are ridiculous. The room, like the first, the Rio, the rooms were $21 and the resort fee was $45. It's still pretty cheap. No, I don't think it's they have cheap. any. Uh, they don't, I don't think they have any control over that resort fee. I think that's a Vegas fee that they probably all charge. They do. You you can't yeah. avoid it. But even if it's like it's basically for having Wi-Fi and being able to use the pool. I'm like, well, isn't that the point of going to the hotel? Like, just put it into the price. Don't advertise that you have twenty dollar rooms when that's not that's not true. Right, right. Sure. You're just saying Those that to people trying to up. make money on the on the uh, the, the gambling floor and off. Screw Here, that. I'll light them up. Here, Jeff, I'll light them up right now. At least they didn't charge you a hundred fifty dollar cleaning fee. Oh. Here it comes. Here it comes. Ready? Oh, and three, we two, don't want to talk one, about Airbnb, go. which I won. <laughs> I won. They refunded me. I right. fought well, Airbnb we... and Airbnb won. Oh no, I won. Shut up. Oh my gosh. All right, moving on. Well, I I, I, mean, just, <laughs> I think that uh I just to throw out an idea here is that maybe they're you know, it, Vegas is experiencing some trouble, of course, with COVID and people not really wanting to travel as much as they used to, as we're seeing across a couple industries, especially in the event industry. So that event dollars aren't going into Vegas. They're making up for other areas, but also maybe they're being a bit disrupted with all these places now, like in Ohio, where you can gamble on sports at home, where you used to, used to be able to have to go to Vegas to do such a thing. You had to fly in and make those bets. So March Madness was such a big deal in Vegas because that's the only place where you can place you know bets easily and, and, and enjoy the games. 
So uh, that's all changing now, right? And you can gamble mm-hmm. on your phone pretty easily. You can get that fixed. You can do it where you want. And save the cost of of flying out and 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 spending time in the desert. So maybe they're just trying to cash in while they while they still can before they figure out another way to drive people in. And speaking of March Madness, we want to let all our uh, listeners know that we're going to be down in Louisville for the first round of March Madness on yes. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And uh, so if you'd like to come join us and uh, tweet out to us and uh, let us know and we will let you know where we're going to be because we're going to do some bourbon tastings and watch some games and just have some fun. Once we know where we're going to be, we'll to announce that too. Maybe we'll get some of our listeners there and we can put them uh, on the air with us for the podcast. Ooh, yes. Friday morning. Loyal fans. Yes. Loyal fans, make we'll the trip to Louisville. Let's do it. I love it. All right. I can't wait. Good plug. Can't wait for March Madness in Louisville, gentlemen. That's going to be a hell of a time, especially if we get our audience there, too. So uh, why is there any other uh, any other items sports related or gambling Vegas or some other, I don't know, travel related news that we like to share? Are we good? I got nothing. Got nothing. Mike's done. I mean, check. check. Uh, Brett Favre's still a dick. All right. Yeah, good. Got that in. Got that in. All right, guys. So. Everybody, if you like what you hear, please download, like, and subscribe. Share it with a friend or two or three because sharing is caring. Follow us out on Twitter at UBED underscore podcast. Thanks for joining us today. May the odds forever be in your favor, and good luck on all your picks, everybody. Take care. Peace.